Welcome back to the Sporting Max Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Becker's Facilities. High pressure washing, facility maintenance, builders clean and commercial sanitization. They do it all. Check them out at beckersfacilities.com.au. Here's your host, Max Becker. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Sporting Max, where today we're joined by Melbourne United Basketball Centre, Joe Luella Chul. Welcome to the podcast, Joe. How are you? I'm doing good, man. Thanks Thanks for um, inviting me. Uh, Joe, I understand that you were born in South Sudan and lived there for the first few years of your life. What was that like for you? Um, I left when I was three, um, so I don't really have much recollection of of it there. Um, yeah, I moved when I was pretty young. So yeah. it's, uh, what sort of changes did you have to adjust to when you moved to Melbourne, or do you think you had to adjust to? Uh, when I moved to Melbourne or when I moved to Australia? When you moved to Australia slash Melbourne. Uh, well, at first I didn't move to Melbourne until after I finished high school, so that was a, a pretty easy transition. Yeah. Uh, moving to Australia was different. Um, I left a lot of my family members back. Um, it was just more of a culture shock. Yeah. Um, yeah, and just trying to see what see where I'd fit in uh, at school. Had a bit of a rough time, just uh, um, because I was different. Um, you know, um, I adapted and um, ended up making some good friends. When did you first start to like pick up a basketball, and then like sort of realize that you could sort of make a career out of basketball? Uh, I first started playing when I was fifteen, I think, year ten. Yeah, After that's when I first started playing. Uh, before that, I played soccer. Oh yeah, what was that like? It was pretty fun. Um, I was all right. I wasn't the greatest, but I was I was pretty okay. Um, but then my high school basketball coach asked me to play, and then I ended up playing. And yeah, ever since then, I uh, just uh, fell in love with it and just kept on doing it. From 2013 to 2015, you played college basketball um, near Sherry County, and then in 2015, earned the best defensive player in the conference and the all-conference team, and also the all-region team. What were those first few years of college like, and what did you work on to get to being a great defender? Um, I mean, I think for me, defensive stuff was just more based off instincts. Um, just God bless me with good length and good good athletic ability and agility. So everything is pretty much based off instincts as far as that goes. Um, but as far as like just working on my game, I'm always in the gym. I was in the gym a lot. Um, I was always at MSAC, like five or six in the morning with uh, two of my friends. And we'd be there all day, pretty much. Um, just just in there, just shooting, playing two on two against other people, playing three on three, playing one on one. You name it, like we're there, just doing it. We're there from probably about five in the morning, six in the morning to like one or two in the afternoon. It was, it was all we did every day. That would have been intense. Yeah, I mean, you don't really focus on that. Yeah, um, but you just, it's just, you just have fun. You just enjoy it. Like, um, we really, it's just like, I don't know. Um, just like a hobby, I guess. Something that I really enjoy. So for me, just gym all day, I wasn't really thinking about um, anything else but just hooping and just having and just having fun and enjoying it. Um, yeah, just staying in that moment. In the summer of 2015, you joined Baylor University but had to sit out the first, few, the first season due to a heart condition. Can you tell us a little bit, bit about that and how did, you, how did playing for Baylor first start out? Um, um, well, they recruited me out of, um, out of JUCO. Um, I had two pretty good years in junior college and, uh, they ended up recruiting me. Um, 
I went there and um yeah and then I guess the rest is history but yes um yeah just getting recruited out of junior college you just have to put up good numbers and um yeah just I guess they were just really like me um as far as the condition goes there's a a minor condition um got it checked out um and then I got the all clear to play the next year so yeah it's all good now in the 16-17 season, you helped Baylor to the third seed in the NCAA tournament. What was your mindset like throughout the season and the big wins and big losses sort of like hype you up and then like the big losses put you down? Um, I wouldn't say um, they put me down or I was really hyped after big wins. Uh, it's just more of just staying on an even kill. Um, never too high, never too low. Uh, basketball is an emotional roller coaster, and If you get caught up in the emotions, um, you probably won't get you probably won't perform as well as you would like to. So it's about attacking every possession and just staying in the moment um, and just really just, yeah, just staying even kill, uh, never too high, never too low. Midway through 2018, you side with, I hope I'm saying this right, um, Hapol in the Israeli Premier League, signing with a decent-sized three-year deal. What influenced yourself to sign a three-year deal with that club? Um, it was just more based off agents and um, getting a long-term deal overseas. You know, it was more like a development kind of thing. Um, it didn't end up working out well. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, that led to me coming back to Australia and I'm signing with Melbourne. So um, it all worked out the way it should. In early 2019, you were loaned to a team in the National League there, over there. What's it like to be loaned to another team? And what was your perspective on that? Um, I just got the opportunity to play basketball, um, so I was excited to play. I wasn't playing much uh, at Jerusalem, so being loaned out um, was fun for me because I ended up playing um, good minutes and just got to just uh, hoop and enjoy basketball again. In August 2019, you signed a deal to come home to Melbourne United for the 2019-20 season. Can you tell us how this came about and about um, what you went through to for them to sign you? Um, just mutual interest. Um, I mean, I'm from here. Um, so, I, I mean, none better than playing for where, where, you, where you're living. Um, uh, I know I grew up in Perth, but uh, I called Melbourne home. Um, I just, yeah, it was just mutual interest and um, playing for uh, Dino. Um, he's a great coach, uh, gives players confidence. And, you know, I just, he lets, he lets you kind of play your game. Um, so it was a no-brainer for me, really. Throughout that 2019-20 season, you, you really stepped up in times when it mattered and you played some amazing basketball. What's it like to sub in and then find some su success from the three-point range and um, inside? Um, I think it's just more just um, trying to come in and just bringing in energy and just making an impact um, and just taking what the defense gives you. Uh, it's not like a premeditated thing where I'm saying, hey, today I'm going to go in and shoot this many threes or go in and try to get this many buckets is just um, just trying to play my role. Um, the big, the most important thing is always the team winning. Um, so whatever I can do to help the team win, that was what I was trying to do when I was coming off the bench. And just, yeah, just trying to play hard. What was that like to play as like a center alongside Sean Long? Uh, it was good. It was a good experience. Uh, playing against him in practice uh, was always fun going head to head with him. Um, I enjoyed that a lot. He's one of my good friends. I was pretty cool. And uh, yeah, it was fun. I mean, he's a great player, as everybody knows. And just try to learn from him every day and just try to feed off him and what he brings to the table. Yourself and United made the finals last season. What was that like to play in such a good rivalry with the Kings? And what's it like to verse 
players like uh, Andrew Bogut and Casper Ware? Um, yeah, the, the two great players. Um, it was a fun series. Um, disappointed that we didn't uh, get the win, but playing in finals is a it's something that's expected out of Melbourne, uh, especially Melbourne United. So going into it, going into every season, you know, we we expect to win a championship. So making a finals or playing in the finals, uh, wouldn't say it's just like, like a, a huge highlight because it's something that we're expected to do. You know. What was that like to come so close in that series and then just um, just sort of drift, started to drift away a bit? Uh, that's just how basketball is sometimes. Uh, the ball goes in for other people and doesn't go in for you. And um, yeah, we just just a couple of possessions away. But I mean, that's just that's that's the game. It happens. Uh, you just learn from it, and it just kind of adds, you know, you a little fire under you um, to get started again. We've recently had you coach Dean Vickerman on the podcast. What's it like to be coached by such a great coach, an experienced coach like him? Um, he's 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 a great coach. Uh, he's very uh, demanding. Um, and it holds himself holds himself to a high standard, um, and he expects nothing but the best from everybody. So I mean, it's great. Um, it just pushes you and pushes you uh, to be better and better each and every day. Can you tell me about like your weekly schedule, say if it was it uh, during a season? Um, yeah. So depending on if it's a one one game a week, uh, if it's one game a week, we will probably practice. In the morning, uh, wait in the morning around seven, uh, and then practice at ten. Um, get done around twelve, twelve forty-five, twelve thirty-ish. Um, then you get extra shots up, you get extra work in, uh, get get some treatment, and then you go home. So you probably do that all through the week, and then practice gets lighter as the day as um, as the game gets closer. So it's pretty much that on repeat uh, through the week. What's it like to have a leader, playmaker, and shooter like Chris Golding on your team? It's a huge luxury. It's got a, a defense have to account to at all times, and they have to see where he is and know where he is at all times, and it just creates more space for everybody. And you know I mean, you've seen it. I've seen it. Um, just an awesome shot maker. When you personally start to get on a roll, do you feel like you start to build more confidence? Um, I'm never short of it. I tell you that. United signed Jack White and Mason Peatling for this season, along with uh, Uri Baba and re-signing Chris and David Barlow. What do those kind of signings mean to yourself um, and the club in terms of um, games? Um, I really don't focus too much on what the um, what that means for me. Is just uh, get up every day and just do my job and um, whatever they, the team wants me to do, that's what I do. Team success always comes first. As far as those guys go, um, those are great guys. Um, but, yeah, I'm excited to have those guys on the team, for sure. What sort of role do you see yourself playing in this upcoming season? Um, yeah, I guess we'll see as time goes. Uh, it's very early right now in preseason. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess it will get clearer as the season goes. What would be your best advice to anyone trying to make a pathway for themselves into the NBL or try and make a career at basketball? Uh, just hard work. There's no substitution for it. If you love it, then you gotta you gotta work for it. You know, um, you do what everybody else is not doing to be able to make it. Thanks, Joe, for coming on the podcast. It's been absolutely amazing to have you on. Yep, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Stay tuned, everyone, for some more Sporting Max podcasts. Thanks for listening to Sporting Max. Please like this episode and follow us on iTunes, Spotify. 
SoundCloud, and TuneIn. This episode was brought to you by Becker's Facilities, your one-stop shop for facility maintenance services.